0: Hey, it's your friend, Hilary, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast. Your past doesn't determine your future, no matter what you've experienced. Just know that it's possible to redesign your life from today by simply drawing a line in the sand and making a choice to live your best life. Hello, and welcome to the Bounce Back Better podcast. This is Hilary Saxton. I am your host, and today we are slicing through the fluff. And looking at concrete strategies for wrapping up 2023 with momentum and crushing it. So 2024 will be really exciting and have some clarity for you. That is my plan for this. Already you're thinking, what is she on about? I'm confused. What I'm saying is we're going to look at how you've gone in 2023 and how you feel about that. And you may not have got to where you want to be, but maybe there's a bit of time to do it. Or maybe you're one of those people that are good to let it go. And that is just as good. Okay. So we're going to start with having a quick review, because we need to review how we've done. And you might want to write this down, or if you're driving in your car or on your way to the gym, you might just want to think about it. It doesn't matter how you do it, but just think about your wins or jot down your wins. What did you achieve that you'd planned to, but you actually did? And then let's be honest about the setbacks. So remember, awareness is the first step for improvement. So what did you achieve? let's look at that what was it that you got done and what fell through the cracks this year for you for me it was the book wow three wines in how to increase your self-confidence today and achieve in all areas of your life without the hangover tomorrow and that was a massive achievement for me because it's been on the go for four and a half years and the only way I got it done was by going to a publisher in the end because I just couldn't have done it on my own. I needed to be pushed and she just pushed me so hard to get it finished. Well, it was finished, but to do the structural and the last lot of edits. So there's a lot more to writing a book than you think. And if you want to have a chat about that, you're welcome to reach out to me and I'll tell you how it goes. And no, I'm not charging anything for this. (laughs) This isn't a business ploy, but I would love you to buy my book. So if you want a bit of motivation and want just some great strategies for life improvement, then it's a great one and also a great Chrissy present. So if you're thinking, what am I going to buy my sister or what am I going to buy that? Imagine that, the book Three Wines In that comes with a little small champagne glass and a little bottle of bubbles, that would be a beautiful present. So you're welcome to reach out or jump on my website and grab yourself a copy. Anyway, how did you go? What did you take off? That was one of my big ones and for me also the podcast, another big one. But what did I miss? Well, there's quite a few things that I didn't do and you know, they still frustrate me as well. (laughs) The things that you want to get done, but you haven't. The tidying up of the website, the better flow of my financial or of my accounting system. There are so many other ways of doing things that I could improve and they were on my list to get done this year and they're not done yet. Doesn't mean it's over because we still have nine and a half weeks. But what about you? How did you go? How did you go with your health? Are you on track with that? Have you reached sort of Toward the end of 2023, thinking, yeah, I'm feeling good about my health. I'm eating what I, how I want to eat on a regular basis. I'm getting enough sleep. I do enough exercise. I'm happy with the way my body is. Are you there? And at the start of the year, no doubt you had some sort of health goal. So are you on track? Did you get there? I hope you did. In fact, somebody who I know listens to this, they had an amazing 20 kilo weight loss thing happen. So good on her. And that, how phenomenal is that? Actually, it was more than that. I'm going to say it was 30 kilos. So she's going to be feeling amazing. But that was a great goal to have achieved. And when we look at just sleeping enough or just taking care of our mental health, so health in all areas, getting enough relaxation time and fun time. And then what about your self? And when I say self, I think of The relationship with yourself, you know, did that need improving? Did you want to improve yourself in some way? Was it self-improvement? Was it doing some sort of personal development course or reading a certain amount of books this year or taking up meditating? What was it for you that was for self? Did you have a goal in that area or did you have a plan for 2023 and did you achieve that? And then lastly, wealth. And I think for women, this is one that I probably will do a full podcast on because I think a lot of women don't realize the importance of setting up their own wealth, of being in control of it, or being in charge of it, of knowing what's coming in and what's going out, of having a plan for the future, of you know really realizing what it is that you want when it comes to money. you know having lived on welfare a point in my life and I was a single mum for a wee bit, I lived hand to mouth. It wasn't a, a very fun time. And then you know there was that wake-up call that I had to do something about that. And to be able to have turned that around and how I did that was through renovations and using property and then my own smarts, I suppose. I always worked for myself, had my own businesses, and but always investing in myself. So a lot of my investment was in putting more into my own learnings. So I went back and studied at university even as far as marketing and, and HR which I didn't do that for anything as in to go and get a job. That was for me because I've always been self-employed. So that helped me understand biopsyche and human behavior and those sorts of things. But then also I've done personality profiling separately. I did coaching. I did business coaching. I did mindset coaching. I did all the different modules that went with coaching was how I decided I wanted to uptake that information, I suppose. So, I wanted to learn as much about coaching as I could. And I chose a company that did it in a way, and that was accidental, that taught me about how the brain works. So, instead of just following a list of things to do, being able to have conversations with people that sparked a spark in them so they could realize, you know, the good and how I could get them to take action. So, that was what I've done as far as my wealth and that helped me be able to create wealth for myself and you know I'm a property developer now as well as an author speaker oh my goodness I sound so incredibly amazing but really I'm sitting here Thursday night 6.04 and I have just pulled myself a sneaky glass of red wine of which I've only had one sip and after this podcast I'll probably finish it before I go home so let's look at health self and wealth how have you gone and I want you to think, like, that's our first step, really. That's evaluating. Evaluate how you've gone, because that's the only way we know how we can improve. And now we need to realize, you know, where did you fall short? What did you crush? Where was it epic? Where was it not so good? And this isn't a session to beat yourself up, but to understand your performance. So it's data, not judgment. I'm going to say that again. We're doing this for the data. I want you to reflect back for that reason, not to judge yourself. There's enough judging goes on in the world and we don't need to be judging ourselves anymore. I want you to love you. And just hear this. If you didn't do a great job, well, there's still a little bit of time for the rest of 2023. Do the best you can and just have an epic 2024. And you gotta remember we came out of COVID, but 2023 was great, but 2024 is going to be even better. So now based on your evaluation of where you're at and what you've done and how you're feeling right now. It's time to reevaluate. It's time to re-strategize. So, for those unmet goals, pull them apart. You know, what approach wrong? Was it ineffective? What did you do wrong in your approach that you didn't? And if I reflect back on the writing of my book and why I didn't finish it the year before that, and the year before that, and the year before that, I honestly didn't prioritize it. I had a few other bumps in the road. There were a few emotional things going on for me with the book. One was it talks about one of the characters is based on, well, everyone's based on a, a real people, but one of them is based on my girlfriend who had breast cancer. And I really struggled with that. So I really struggled with the writing and I had to just walk away because it just my heart was broken and I had to let it heal. Even as I say that, I get that lump in my throat. So that was sort of part of me being slow. And the other part was I wrote the book because it's about it's almost like this podcast, it's about bouncing back better. How you come back from anything and rebuild your confidence and just be a powerhouse woman and achieve the things you want. Because girlfriend, you can and you need to know that you can. And why not you? Because other people do it. Anything you want to do has already been done. And there are other people doing what you want, so why not you? And I had come out of an awfully terrible abusive relationship. It was horrific. and when i needed to heal before i could write the book because what i found was i was still quite emotionally charged around some of that stuff and if you've anyone experienced domestic violence you know that there is that you are you just have that i don't know you're you're a bit broken for a while so i actually needed to heal so that was part of it i could write but then i couldn't really i just had to deal with too much stuff so i needed to fix myself before i could carry on with that okay so you can use this data That's not judgment. Use it to look at areas of improvement. So where could you improve? And whether you improve toward the end of this year, over the next 10 weeks, or whether it's just ideas to take through to next year. And I promise you guys that I will do a live goal setting on the podcast. So, Or actually, we might even just do a live one. And you can jump onto that. I'll do a recording if you can't make it because I do that for our community now. And it's awesome. It takes an hour, but it's an hour out of your life where you get to prioritize you and you create that plan for the next year. And it's just amazing because often we want to do that, but we don't give ourselves that time. The other reason we want to look at the data is because we also get to celebrate our achievements. Like what have you done this year? That's been great. And I am sure you would have done a few things. And Maybe they weren't even intentional goals, but things have happened that you get to high five. You know, how cool. I know my daughter, some of her, so she's 27, and we have quite a close relationship. She's with me all day. You know, we work together. She works for us, actually. So she's with us all the time, but her friends have started having babies, and They some came over for a holiday and I went to babysit and it was just amazing to see those young girls. They're now like isn't that just an achievement when you see somebody who's become a new mum for the first time? It's just absolutely amazing. So those are our achievements. And I know we use parenting as women, it's our go-to. You know, what are we most proud of? We often say our children, well, I do. And but that's something that we always do because, you know, they're part of us. So that's we just can't help it. So Based on your evaluation, is it time to re strategize? Did you, you know, for the goals that you didn't meet, do you need to pull them apart and think, hang on, was my approach wrong? Could I have done it better? So just think of that one thing that you haven't achieved that you really wanted to. What do you need to do? Do you need to go at it from a different way? Did you set the bar too high? Were the, you know, the chunks as you chunked it down or? The steps, were they too big and they the action steps weren't small enough for you to achieve? Because when it comes to achieving things, that is the recipe. And the recipe is to make the steps so small that it's easy to take the next step. And then when you take the next one and the next one, and the next one, they compound. And we talked about this today. I do a chat on it, usually on a Tuesday. We did it on a Thursday this week with a business colleague of mine, Kat Miller. She's a coach. And I've worked with her. In the past season, I've hired her to coach me because I'm a coach, but coaches need coaches. And for me, it's just being pushed and having that accountability if I've had a lot on my plate. But Kat and I today talked about the subject you know, that how have you gone for the year? And this is the final quarter. It's still time for you to pick off a few goals if that's what you want. Or are you just going to wind into it slowly and where have you let yourself down if that's how you see it? Or what have you not achieved that you really wish you had and will you go for it? But Kat and I, talked about the parts that what we hadn't done and how we felt about that, how we felt about what we hadn't done. And did we intend to get those things done or were we going to let them go? And that's really what it's about. Will you go for it and get those things done or by taking those small steps or will you let them go? And we talked about the 1% improvement. And this is something that gets thrown around a lot around where I am. And in my Family with my daughter and her partner, and he always talks about one percenters you know, those one percenters when you just do something just that one percent more they just compound and it's the aggregation of marginal gains. And that there is that massive story about the English cycling team that was coming last in every arena, they hadn't won a Tour de France, they hadn't won any medals at the Olympics, and they got a new cycling coach last name Braithwaite, I think, can't remember his first name. And he, all he did was make 1% changes in many areas. So he went like changing the pillows that they slept on, the massage oils they used, the clothing they wore, the tires they had, the food they ate, just so many things that were, you would think, non-cycle related. But all of those little things paid off, and that team... Within two years, one tour de France, and I think they won several in a row. And then they won about seven medals at the Olympics. So it went from it being a losing team. They were so bad that that cycle companies didn't want them to use their bikes. So by those just small tweaks and changes, we can have massive outcomes. So when you think of 1% in the period of a day, it's 14 minutes. So 1% of your day is 14 minutes. So what could you spend 14 minutes doing? Because we often think, I don't have time for that. You know, a lot of us have the goal of, I'd like to read more or even listen to podcasts or do an online course or learn another language or anything. Do you have 14 minutes? Because I would guarantee you do have 14 minutes. I don't care who you are or what you do. I know you have 14 minutes somewhere in your day. So that 14 minutes... And you know, we'll talk ourselves out of it, but I know you need to start talking yourself into it. That 14 minutes will make a massive difference. And maybe you might want to start 2024 off with the whole, I'm going to do 14 minutes of something. But even if you can't do 14 minutes, what if you were to do five minutes? Could you do five minutes towards something that you want to achieve to finish this year off how you'd like to? Because- Even if you don't fully get there, you'll just be closer to it and it doesn't matter if you have to finish it off in the first few months of next year. How about that? Could you do that? Could you add those little one percenters in to what it is that you would like to do? And if it's around health or body or fitness, you know, that's so much easier when it comes to those. I find when I'm at the gym and maybe I'm pushing weights and I think I've got to 12, but I know there's two more in there and I make myself do them because I know it's those final two that give me the results that I want. Okay, so we can look at a bit of an action step. So we've started off with, you know, having a look and we've evaluated and we've looked at how we could re-strategize perhaps to maybe the approach we tried was wrong. And then we could look at power month. Could you make November power month? That means November is the month that you actually just go for it and get as close as you can and maybe even achieve it. So focus on one major thing that you want to complete and just go for it. Break it down into weekly tasks, into daily tasks and just get it done because it's important to you. So that thing that you really want to do, how about you make November power month or even December? But that would make a massive difference if you just had four weeks. I love that. Don't you love that idea? Power month? I came up with it. I just thought, Whoa, well, let's just do power month. But really focus on that thing that you want to achieve. I mean, maybe you want that bikini body. What if you spent four weeks, power month, working toward that, going for it, deciding that, yep, no matter what, this is it. I'm doing it. So what I have decided after having my girlfriend stay for a week, It was stressful. I knew she was coming and I thought, how am I going to fit this in? I couldn't wait to see her and her daughter, but I just had no idea how I was going to fit them into my world. And what happened was I just fitted them in. It wasn't the end of the world. That stress and anxiety didn't really matter. And it was great. And it reminded me of how much I don't prioritize my own relaxing time and I don't prioritize time to slow down. I prioritized my action tips and the things I want to accomplish. But amongst that stuff, isn't that slow down stuff? And it was a bit of a wake up call. So that's something I'll be really working on for 2024. So let's see how this golf handicap goes. So the next thing we want to do after our power month or even now, but something we want to look at is, is celebrating and reflecting. Because how I started off and asked you how you went, have you celebrated what you did do well? Because we need to remind ourselves of how far we've come. Like reflection and celebration are essential to our success, our enthusiasm for our level of commitment to things. So until we start recognizing how far we've come, because sometimes we think, oh, I didn't do it or I haven't done something, but we forget to notice maybe something else we did do. So maybe that what you wanted didn't happen, but you did something else and you didn't have the capacity to do both, but that was just as monumental. And that's cool. Yeah, That's absolutely fantastic, but you need to celebrate that as well. And that celebration, whatever that is, it's a high five to yourself. It's taking yourself out for a coffee alone. It's a glass of wine with a friend. It's a facial. It's a massage. It's a pedicure. It's a manicure. It doesn't matter what it is. It's a wee gift to yourself. It could be anything, but don't let that slide. Don't let that achievement, recognition to yourself slide and do recognize the stuff that wasn't necessarily on your list. Back in 2014, I started a goal book, which I still have. So I use the same book. It's a hardcover, old school exercise book. And I have pages of goals that I wanted to achieve each year. And the ironic thing was before I became a co- oh no, it was after. But on the first page, it's just a list of things I wanted to achieve, and I have talked about this, but there's only one thing in there that I haven't done of probably on that first page, which was a huge list, maybe it's 20-odd goals I wanted to achieve. I didn't get to one, and it's still the goal that's in my mind. But the other things have been amazing, and I've superseded, I've overachieved. I went in hoping to achieve one thing, and it got way bigger than that, and I achieved so much more. So... I'm okay with that and I know the other one's coming. I'm bringing it in. It's happening. I'm planning for it now. So it will definitely come. So don't skip the celebrations and reflections because it is important that we do celebrate us, not be too hard on ourselves. And now I want you to think about what's 2024 going to look like for you. And we don't have to do the goal setting yet, but, and we will do one next year, but have a think, what do you want it to be like? Well, first of all, before we do that, how are we going to slide out of 2023? Are you going to start winding down into that slowly and just finish the year off slowly? Do you finish sort of during December and finish it off slowly? Or are you one of these people that go, 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 and your wind down time is really January. So how do you end yours? As I know, there are a couple of different ways of doing that. Mine sort of, I'm more of a December winder downer. So come mid-December, I'm just kind of on the down low, starting to cool it off. And then I'm ready to come back in sort of mid-January. But how are you? How do you do it? And then what is it? What does 2024 look like for you? And I'll be completely honest. I have not looked at that for myself yet. I haven't even started thinking of 2024. Maybe I have on one area of my life, but that's it. And that's really on deciding that I'm going to take up playing golf again and spend some time doing that because it's good for my head. It's competitive and I can do it. I won't listen to music. I'll actually be present when I'm doing it. I can do it alone and I can do it with other people. It's really good for me. So have you had a thought of think, had a thought, have you had to think about what your 24 might look like? Because. Yeah, we could probably start, it's almost like a bit of mind bit of mind mapping on that one right now. Might like to do that, might like to do that, or maybe it's something big, maybe it's that business that you wanted to start. You know, I'm the queen of startups, I've done heaps and help people get started. And if that's what you need, flick me an email and maybe I can do a podcast on that. What is it that you would like me to help you with? What would you like to achieve for 2024 and how to get started? We could do a bit of that. So remember, it's not really always about the hustle and grind. Is it achieving? It's about being smart and it's about having focused actions that align with your objectives. So you've still got a few weeks to go if you're one of those 2023ers that really want to make sure you get it done. You could, you've still got time to take the calculated steps and be intentional. And then you'll be ready to step into 2024, sort of already in motion. You know, that's the way you can finish the year if you want. So I hope that of sort of left you feeling, yeah, I'm good about 2023, or yeah, I've got a bit of time and I'm going to feel good because I can still do that. So as per usual, my friend, I would love for you to text a girlfriend and tell them how amazing you think they are and just inspire them. Inspire them to step up and do something new. So maybe that's the text this week or maybe the text this week could be, hmm, I think that's a goodie. The text this week could be, hey girlfriend got any goals you're ticking off for 2023 or what are you going to do before the end of the year and just motivate them I know you can do it if that's what you want go do it all right I hope you find something useful in this podcast today and I will look forward to chatting with you again next week bye for now